backstage passes, and zero to 60 in a super stretch limo? Yeah, that's just how we roll. You're listening to the Mousecapades Radio Network. Listeners, this is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie and our colleague Gina from the Your Story Travel Company. We hope that you're staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 692, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that face between your ears, the Mousecapades Podcast. Today, we'll be bringing you all of the latest Disney rumors and news to help your week be a bit more magical. The Mousecapades Podcast is a part of the Your Story Travel Company. If you're looking to book a trip, one of us would be glad to help. Just text us. Gina, Vicki, or myself, Stephanie, at 636-395-0544 or email us at yourstorytravel.com and we'd be happy to get with you to design a magical vacation. A small refundable deposit of $200 will hold your resort and ticket package, so contact one of us today. So I think there's a lot of exciting news because in one week I felt like it was all wah, 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 wah over and over and over but i think the news today is pretty good that's what i'm feeling anyway so the show times for the disney's adventure friends cavalcade um is coming to uh, magic kingdom on february 11th and they said that it'll have daily which i think is interesting because i thought the whole point of the cavalcade was to not know the times but we're good over the times are going to be 11 15 a.m 2 15 p.m 4 5 p.m and 5 50 p.m they're going to have over 30 Disney and Pixar characters, including Moana, Jose, and the Panchitos. How's that? Merida, Woody, and Jesse, and Miguel from Coco, and many, many more. But I was excited that Miguel um, is going to be in there because yesterday I was telling Gina I was working on a trip report for um, an upcoming show. And the one little, or one lady's little boy loves Coco. And she couldn't believe there was nothing really Coco other than in the Mexican pavilion. And I don't, they didn't go to Epcot. That's what it was. And I told her that it was there. And she goes, I just thought it would be bigger by now. And I said, yeah, I'm noticing that it's like, it trends like a year or two behind. Not so much Frozen, but Coco for sure. I don't think it came out right away. So I was wondering, um, she wanted to know why there wasn't any, any Encanto. Because now that's... I know. The big Man, one. that is all the rage right now. They need to jump on that and get those characters there. Yeah, but I was excited. And Miguel looks, the character for the cavalcade looks really, really cool. So I'm excited to have those back and to have a new one, actually. Yeah, it's really nice because I feel like Woody and Jesse, you could only see at Hollywood Studios, right? Right. Like that's the only place you could see them before. So it's it's nice to have them also at Magic Kingdom because some people just do a one-day Magic Kingdom trip as well. So at least they get more variety and they get to see more characters. Okay, so the new um, castle stage show, Mickey's Magical Friend Fair, is coming to Magic Kingdom on February 25th, and showtimes are now available. The stage show is going to run from 12.15, or it's going to run daily at, sorry, 12.15, 1.30, 2.45, 435 and 610. Mickey's Magical Friendship Fair is an updated version of Mickey's Royal Friendship Fair, which is in honor of the 50th anniversary at Magic Kingdom. So I'm sure there's going to be 
a couple new and exciting things um, that will be 50th anniversary themed there at this new show. It's going to feature a brand new song, which is where magic feels like home. Cute name. Yeah, I'm happy to see it. And for people who are unsure of like those show times, if you're there, you can always click on your app and then that little location button at the bottom. And then at the top, instead of wait times, put in entertainment and those show times will pop up. So if you don't have them written down somewhere, you can definitely use your app to find the show times for things like that. You don't have to have like a handwritten piece of paper or you're scribbling down notes going, ah, when is that show time again? And am I gonna miss it? So speaking of Encanto, we don't talk about Bruno hitting number one on the Billboard Hot 100 chart this week. I knew that was going to happen because everybody is singing it. I know, my kids at recess. Indoor recess, that's all we do is listen to those songs on repeat. I still have not watched it yet. <laughs> oh, Gina, I do know. it. I have had time. I have not had time. We watched it for the first time this weekend. So good. Uh, hopefully this weekend I'll be able to. So the last Disney animation song that actually hit number one on the chart was A Whole New World, which it actually spent a week at number one, and it was a week of March 6, 1993. It's been a long time. Yeah. Almost 30 years, right? Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> so the Encanto soundtrack is also leading in the Billboard 200, making it the first ever song and soundtrack from Disney to lead both charts. That's pretty amazing. So recently, Lin-Manuel Miranda appeared on the Billboard podcast. It's been really amazing because ensemble numbers don't usually get the kind of love, he told Billboard. The lifeguards at the Grand Floridian made a parody of the songs on TikTok that can be seen on Disney Parks page. Go check it out. And I have seen it on TikTok and it is awesome. It's so cute. It is cute. It, I mean, it's super short, but it's so it cute. It is. I haven't seen it. I'm going to have to check that one out. You will. Do you follow do you follow Disney Parks on TikTok? I do. I just haven't I haven't had very much time to be on TikTok lately with this baby. <laughs> me a little occupied. So I haven't really spent very much time at all on TikTok. I haven't lately either. It's been crazy busy for a while. So this just annoyed me. So I'm like, come on, people. Twitter user at Princess Mel2 shared a photo of two guests who had scaled the fence near the China Pavilion at Epcot and climbed down next to the World Showcase Lagoon. So they were on like this little lip. Um, in the picture she shared showed um, that it was at 4.53 p.m. on January 30th. Two guests are standing on the lip of the edge of the lagoon against the brick wall. One of the lagoon torches is in front of them. So I guess they thought they were blocked. I have no idea. Um, they said guests should not be doing you know, should not be attempting these feet. They were smoking. Oh my goodness. They're like, it's extremely dangerous and you're not supposed to be smoking in the Disney parks. And uh, then she's made a joke that what she put on her tw tweet, there's no figment popcorn buckets down there. So why are you doing that? But yeah, they went down there and I guess they thought that they couldn't be spotted and they were down there smoking. People, if you need a cigarette that bad, you need to leave. Right. Find a spot to go smoke at. Heck, it's not that far to walk down to the entrance right. and go out 
and then smoke and then come back in. You know how people are. Probably. They were probably drinking and didn't think about it. Who knows? But I'm like, who would have thought to do that? I just... Especially into the lagoon. What happens if they would have fell into it? Well, that's what they're like. It's so dangerous. There's so many things that could have happened to them. Then they would have tried to sue Disney. Mm-hmm. Not only are you going to get in trouble for smoking inside a Disney park if you get caught, but also, like, that's not a place where you're allowed to be. Right. So you're going to get in double trouble. Like, why? <laughs> so I take it they didn't get caught, or did they get caught? Well, as far as the person that took the, the um, Twitter, they didn't. Like, they climb back up. And I know it's really busy and stuff, and maybe nobody wanted to address it. Who knows? But it's not worth trying. No, not at all. Wow. What's wrong with people? I don't know. I don't know. They've all lost their minds. <laughs> That's true. So this week, out with the old and in with the blue, Disney has started replacing the iconic purple roadway signs with blue signs. I'm kind of sad, honestly. I know, I like, I like the purple. Okay, I'm too. looking at your faces and I'm glad that I'm not the only one. When I read this, I kind of went, no. That's what Joey's favorite part is because he loves purple. Me too. Yeah, so they're they're going around and they're changing it all. Those ro- purple roadway signs, they're getting a new look. The new color scheme debuted um, on Thursday as signs were replaced to include directions for Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser guests. The new styles are going to match the blues at the Transportation and Ticket Center, which, in my opinion, isn't that fancy. It's not like a super cool special blue. It's not like a royal blue. It's right. like a doll blue. Yeah. <laughs> A blue I don't know how whatever way to put it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that sign was repainted from its previous color palette last summer. But um, yeah, blue. They're going with blue and they're getting rid of that purple, lovely purple signage. Additionally, the all capitalization stylization of um, Epcot is now on the signage. The purple and red signs were installed in the 1990s. They were designed by Sussman Prasia from the Walt Disney World and Euro Disney. Euro Disney adapted the new look for their logo as well. The designs were intended to create a um, vehicular signing system that would be unique in spirit, clean, easy to follow, and capable of being expanded as the area continues to grow. Well, more than 1,000 signs were installed using the design, and the style later extended to the ticket and transportation center, the entrance archway, and the Disney buses. The entrance archways were repainted in 20 of 20, uh, 2021 to match the 50th anniversary color scheme. Now, 50th anniversary color scheme that I like. <laughs> yeah, it could be iridescent, but it's not. It's just it's just like Gina said, dull. Well, I love that that the purple signs always popped. And Joey just made that comment when we were there and he goes, Look, it's the purple signs. Well, my thought is is people are if they're dull like that, people are not gonna notice them. Mm-hmm. I, that's just my feeling. And I didn't feel like they needed a refresh. Like I wasn't looking and going, oh, those those look like they need to come down like come on how about you throw us another discount or something and not repaint those signs right a thousand signs you know that cost right Mm -hmm. okay so some interesting news about phantasmic um some 
aerial photos were released that showed the refurbishment of it. We know that it is supposed to open sometime in 2022, and we still don't know when, but this week's news makes us think that it is going to be sooner rather than later. The moat is now filled up, and Steamboat Willie has been completely rebuilt for the show's return. There still isn't an exact return date, like I just stated, um, but as soon as we hear, we'll let you guys know. Um, it's also going to be returning with new sequences featuring Moana, Aladdin, and Frozen. Woohoo! That's very, very exciting. You know, I never saw the original. What? I know. I, know. I didn't either. Did you watch it on YouTube? Oh. You need to watch it on YouTube. It's so wonderful. I may have to do that when we get off here. <laughs> <laughs> I just miss it. It's like the most amazing. I don't know. It's just, it's awesome. It is my favorite nighttime show. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. We, when we were, um, the last time we were going to watch it, it got rained out. So I think the reason is you get to sit, but it, I don't know. It's just so many different aspects all in one. I mean, we can sing the songs. Actually, for a long, long time, that's the loop that I had in my room. And then um, every once in a while, I'd let the kids watch the boat moving with all the characters on it. Okay, so crazy, crazy, crazy people. <laughs> it never stops. It doesn't stop. I know. Last Tuesday, there was another fight between guests, and it got documented on camera in front of the Cinderella castle. And I remember when this happened because Brad was like, seriously, another fight? <laughs> He's like, this is insane. So this TikTok user's uh, handle is at Heather7Maria, or Marie, excuse me. She shared a video, and it had the Happily Ever After audio in the background. All right, I'm going to have to go find it. <laughs> they, had to, they had to remove the music because, of course, they don't own the rights to it. Um, but you can still watch the video. It's still up there. Two guests are fighting while friends and family, including children, are attempting to intervene in this fight. A uh, managerial cast member was holding a trash picker. <laughs> I don't know. So I'm assuming they were a custodial person. <laughs> right. Um, was trying to keep the other guests away from the main fight and gently pulls back the children. By the end of the video, the guests have separated and nobody appears seriously injured. Even the fact that we had to state that is not a good thing. A commenter um, claiming to have witnessed the fight said it started because one guest ran into another with a stroller. Oh, gosh. And the cast member was trying to stop them. Okay, that happens all the time. The right. stroller was the one that happened on the ferry. How many stroller? Maybe we need to ban strollers. No, we just got those cool ones, so they're not going to do that. Goodness, this is awful. I'm just like, okay, cuckoo people, stay home. Like, I mean, how hard is it to say, sorry, <laughs> If you clip somebody with your stroller. Because some, right. the, one, the one, and you were on there with us. I think both of you were when we were talking about the one on the ferry. She didn't say she was sorry. She, like, she did it. And then she did it again. Yeah. People are crazy. Just be nice to each other, people. What's wrong with you? And then in front of your kids, like, what kind of example are you setting for them? Thank you. That was my whole thing. I've been doing little kindness things here and there. And even before they announced that we should write some a nice letter to somebody last week, I was doing that with my kids because I get so sick and tired of them calling each other idiot and dumb dumb and then worse names than that. But those are the like the regular and you're just like, do you want to be called that? No. 
So stop saying that to other people. Treat others how you want to be treated. Right. A golden rule. Come on, guys. If you can't say nothing, something nice, then don't say anything at all. Uh, one of my kids was like, my grandma said that we should all follow the golden rule. And I said, and what is that rule? Because I wanted to see if he knew, and he did. Yeah, pretty cool. So I have some exciting news. Yay! I know I was going to say for all the Hocus Pocus fans, but I feel like that should be like everybody. So yeah. this is for everybody, okay? <laughs> <laughs> According to Hocus Pocus 2 producer Adam Shankman, production has officially wrapped on the upcoming fan favorite sequel. Yay! Shankman took to Instagram and posted a photo, which looks like an embroidery of the three Sanderson sisters on a blanket of some sort. And it says, and that's a wrap. He posted in his caption, and then he thanked Bette Midler, who is Winifred Sanderson, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker, who's Sarah Sanderson, and Kathy Najimi. N- How do you say her last name? I thought it was Najimi, but I know Sarah okay. says Najima. But okay, Kathy Najimi, who is Mary Sanderson, and the entire casting crew of the film. Shankman then went on to say. Coming to you, hashtag Halloween, on at Disney Plus. So, guys, it looks like Hocus Pocus 2 will officially, we've been saying it'd be a great time for it, um, be available to stream on Disney Plus this Halloween. Yay. The original Hocus Pocus film was first released in theaters on July 16th of 1993. Okay, 1993. That's a lot of 93 stuff. I was going to say, that's when uh, Whole New World was. <laughs> oh, how fun. So Hocus Pocus 2 is going to be released on Genie Plus nearly 30 years later. I'm so excited. <laughs> I know. I'm so glad they were able to get it done. Your baby will be like six months old. I know, right? So this is kind of some interesting news because we all knew that Disney did away with the Magical Express this year. Um, And we all have been, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Are we going to Uber? Are we going to, you know, use mirrors? There's so many choices out there. Well, Walt Disney Travel Company decided to get in on this. Now they offer private direct ground transportation to and from the Walt Disney World Resort as a travel package add-on. Available vehicles include exclusive vans, sedans, SUVs, executive limousines, and stretch limousines. Transportation from Orlando International Airport to a Walt Disney World Resort can be added by calling your travel agent. Ground transportation will also be available between the Walt Disney World and Tampa International Airport, Sanford International Airport, Orlando Amtrak Station, Kissimmee Amtrak Station, Cape Canaveral, Vero Beach, or Daytona Beach. Ground transportation can be booked up to five days before arrival. Both one-way and round-trip fares are available. Up to one complimentary car seat will be available for children five years and five years old and under. Additional car seats are subject to availability. As part of the health and safety guidelines, all drivers and guests are required to wear a mask in the vehicles. I knew Disney couldn't stay away from this. I yeah, knew it. It's killing them. Well, they just see it as another way to make, make money. money. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it was like, let's take away the service and say that, oh, me, because of mirrors and they've got a contract and everything. And then, <laughs> just kidding, we're going to release our own so we can make money too. 
So, who, my question is, who owns the Disney Cruise Line buses? Does Disney own those or do, does Mears? I don't know that. Because if that's the case, if Mears owns those, why didn't they just put in the contract say, hey, we want, you know, transportation like we do Disney Cruise Line, $35 per person, one way, and just keep on. You know what I mean? Because they don't want to do anything easily. I mean, honestly, it a big ordeal. They want to own it all, though. I mean, honestly, I didn't even touch on that story because I didn't understand all of the whole deal. But now they're working on getting control of the WWE. I'm just like, how much more can we be in control of? Right. The thing about this that makes me like the one car seat is provided and then additional are subject to availability. Like, does that mean it's a maybe? On if you get yeah. another car seat, or mm -hmm. does that mean if it's available, it'll show up and then you for sure get it if you book it? Because that would make or break this. Like, I need to know, are you going to have a car seat for my children? Because if you are not, I'm not going with you. <clears throat> or it's going to cost an additional amount for those extra cars. That's what I was wondering. But the other thing I was like, oh, Stephanie has three children. Which one do you want to be safe, Steph? Right. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw that, like, under five? Like, come on. You can't say under five because those kids can't, like, uh, under five, they need to be in car seats. Right. <laughs> what are you oh, talking for sure. about? You're only allowed to have one kid under five. And some kids are little, little. They're in car seats for a long, long time. So, I mean, I know my kids were angry with us. And Joey was always so much bigger anyway, just taller. And um, he's like, can I please be done with this now? Where my brother's kids are, were on the shorter side, and so they had to stay in it for longer. Heck, one of them's barely over the weight limit now. Amy was in hers for a long time. I hope that that is something that they work out the kinks. <laughs> because when I read that part, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. What? This is Disney World. You realize that, exactly, you realize this is Disney World where people are coming with children. Right. We do do adult trips, but also, aren't you promoting for children to come? Which is why right, you have yeah. children on the commercials. All so day. they say that maybe we'll have a car seat for them, just maybe. Right. <laughs> now, I did look at the prices on that uh, when I was booking a client, just to be nosy. I personally thought it was pricey uh, because you can get a private town car there in Orlando cheaper. I just thought it was pricey. That's my opinion. Well, I didn't look at it yet because I have a client that wants to book mirrors, um, but it's like, and I totally get that because, you know, our refrigerator died yesterday. Um, so things come up. So like she'll start to pay off something and then something will happen. And so she's have, you know, and you have to spread it out or whatever. And I'm like, honestly, you can tell me probably a month before and we'll be fine getting you on mirrors. But now they have this new system. Do you want me to quote that for you? And she said, yeah, she wanted to go ahead. So I was going to look at it. just still makes me nervous because of all of the reviews I keep hearing. Like, it's, it's very hit or miss on how long it's taking. And I just, I would hate for somebody to be on one of those horror stories of mirrors where it's like, and... <laughs> I can't wait to see if the Sunshine Flyer helps with some of that but that won't be open till 2023 right i think so i just keep saying i think uber is safer <laughs> right now like it's it's a good option until they work out the kinks and now with uber you can actually order it ahead of time 
Oh, really? That way, the price doesn't go up. I was, I noticed that, I don't know how far out you can do it, because I noticed that when I was looking for, uh, if it was going to be cheaper for me to Uber from the airport to Galveston, um, but I did notice that you were able to do that. Interesting. Okay, I like that. Yeah, that is a good deal. Yeah, because depending on what, what time you're coming in, they can jack up the prices. Like, um... Like, if you're getting ready to leave for a cruise or coming back from a cruise and going to the airport, like, they are jacking up the prices for Uber. Well, yeah, because look what happened when we came last year, and it was 11 o'clock at night, and Kaylee looks, and she's like, $85. I'm like, nope, taking Magical Express. I wonder how much it was when Ashley came in. I mean, she came in late, but... I don't know if there's as many flights when she came in versus when we do. Hers was like an hour later. There was tons of people there. I, I get that, and that's what she's like... It's going to be high demand, mom. And I'm like, well, just check it out. $85. I'm like, nope, nope, nope. $14, yes. $85, no. <laughs> I'm too cheap. Well, according to Variety Magazine, Elizabeth Mitchell from the Santa Claus films is going to reprise her role as Scott Calvin's wife. Yay, Carol Calvin, a.k.a. Mrs. Santa Claus, which I'm super happy about because I always worry that when they bring stuff back that we have it in our mind a certain way and then they try to, like, um... This was a, I felt like a good change when on Back to the Future, not a Disney movie, I don't think, when they changed out that unknown girl for Ali Sheedy. I thought it was good, but I just feel like that was a character that, you know, you just want the originals back. I'll be, I'm hoping they get the sun, but we haven't heard that yet. So as previously reported, Disney Plus is going to do this show on the Santa Claus from the film franchise, and it's going to take leave off like we talked about either last week or the week before I can't remember I apologize she's agreed to come back with Tim Allen and it is still scheduled at this point to begin production in March I am super excited I didn't I know we talked about it a little bit it's like bringing my childhood back yeah Hocus Pocus is you know (laughs) gonna have a second one this is gonna I mean that's gonna make the holidays a lot of fun this year not that they're not fun anyway but and it gives you something new to look forward to (laughs) yes bring back those classics and let us see what happens. So the recently retired Disney executive Bob Iger sat down with the New York Times in a recent interview talking about how Star Wars actually helped Disney survive the streaming wars and then rumors about a potential return to the Walt Disney Company and more. He sat down with Kara Swisher of the New York Times and addressed that rumor that's been flying around about him returning as the CEO of Walt Disney Company again. Unfortunately, (laughs) what he said definitely let us down. We were hoping, some of us were hopeful, but Kara went ahead and asked and said, you know, there's rumors that you could become Disney CEO again. His reply was simply saying, well, that's ridiculous. (laughs) And we all went, wow. He continued to say, I was CEO for a long time. You can't go home again. I'm gone. Remember, he officially retired from the Walt Disney World Company at the end of last year. And we so greatly miss him. Yes, we do. It's only been one month. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And we miss him so much that people started rumors saying he's going to come back. And he's like, yeah, no, this is ridiculous. When do you think that would be telling Disney something that, come on, people are not liking the CEO that you got? I thought they'd wake up when the board did no confidence and what was it? The retired cast members were starting a position, I mean, petition. Right. What is that saying? 
I mean, I'm not trying to be mean or anything, but right. I just nobody likes the guy, and it just seems like since he's been on, prices for everything are going up, 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 up. And yes, I know he's not the only one involved, but the head honcho gets to decide. And I keep trying to think, like, okay, so maybe he is just getting this bad rap. If you think about just the world in general and where we are right now with prices going up, 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 it's everything. It's not just Disney and it's not just JPEG, but I really do think they should see that he's taking the heat. People are not happy. Maybe they should do something to try to make people happy and put him in a different role for now and yep. just uh, give a break to Disney and just the image. I don't know. It's just not good. Mm -mm. Okay, so we're going to talk about some extended hours. Um, they are, as we all know, exclusively available to select resort guests. Um, but they have been added for Disney's Hollywood Studios on April 13th to two, April 13th, 2022. Sorry, I can't talk tonight. Uh, they will be from 9 p.m., which is actually park closed, to 11 p.m. Since extended evening hours began last year, they have only been available at Magic Kingdom and Epcot. So April 13th will be the first of extending evening hours at Disney's Hollywood Studios. The calendar does not yet list any other extended evening hours at um, Hollywood Studios or exactly what attractions will be available at the park. Um, as a reminder, this is for all Disney Deluxe and Disney Deluxe Velo Resorts. This is so exciting. That is very odd to me that it's only one day that they released so know. far. You know, they got to do the whole, you know. Reeling them in. Yeah. Make it check, make it check, make it check. You know, I just feel bad because I wish they would have kept it to where it was available for everybody that stayed at. I know. You know the resorts like no matter if they were value or moderate or deluxe well they did that with the extended like the 30 minutes before in the morning the park right i do i do know that like after fireworks at magic kingdom everybody tries to sneak on and think that oh well they aren't gonna check they won't know there's somebody yes, checking on every single ride and they are scanning your magic band yep. and it's and it's embarrassing. Like people are just walking up and thinking they're getting on and getting super excited. And then they get scanned and turned away. And I just, it would not be fun to be a, a cast member at one of these events because so many people are doing it. Like, I, I feel like one out of every 20 people got onto the rides that I was watching. So something that I heard last night, maybe you guys didn't know, but I don't think we ever talked about it on the podcast. And that's I was watching a vlog and he said that even when Hollywood Studios closes, the Galaxy's Edge is open an extra hour every evening. Did you guys know that? What? No, I had no idea. Uh -uh. Yeah, so they had, I don't know what day it was last week, but they had this meetup, meet and greet for all the people that had their little lightsabers. And then there was a famous person, which don't ask me her name because I don't remember it and she must not be very popular. I mean, I don't want to be ugly, but she wasn't somebody that like, oh my gosh. Uh, but she showed up and they took tons of photos and stuff. And the guy was like, and just in case you didn't already know this, even when the park closes, Galaxy's Edge is open an hour later. And I was, I thought, well, I never knew that. I did not either. So how can they get out though? Don't they have to go back through the 
Yeah, they do, but there's nothing open for like the stores are all closed and the gotcha. everything else is closed. I mean, I kind of think like we had a dining reservation the one time back in COVID when there was only 30% capacity <laughs> and we closed out the park and like literally we, it was a ghost town. I'm sure that's kind of how it would feel, but it'd also be really cool for pictures. Interesting. I thought it was very interesting. Well, thank you for joining us. If you are interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you can email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com or text us at 636-395-0544. If you'd like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, you can text us, Gina, Stephanie, or me, Vicki, at 636-395-0544. Or you can email us at yourstorytravel.com. Just a reminder that a $200 deposit will hold your resort and ticket package reservation. And be sure to listen to Friday's show. This week, Vicki is going to be chatting with her client, Amanda, who just returned last Friday from her magical trip to Disney World. As always, thank you for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Well, I think it's about that time. Disney love. See you real soon. Have a magical day, my friends. Thank you